I vacuumed a couple days ago, sir. You could vacuum again. <gasps> you bitch. Well, no, um, I was walking the sidewalk. I'm walking you. And I oh, stepped in dog poop again, so I had to re I re vacuum the oh carpet. Oh my god! Just in stop case. stepping in dog shit. They're literally not cleaning up their dog poop. What do you want from me? Do not step in it. It's dark. Oh. You turd. Don't they have, like, metal things that are, like, double-sided shovels that you can actually, like... Yeah, but no, like, the people, like, literally, like, crapped, like, right in that little sidewalk over there. And I wasn't paying attention, so I'm walking, and all of a sudden I'm like, man, you're like, what the fuck's that smell? I stepped in dog poop oh, again. Me. It's and me. then, then I smelled it all over the carpet, and the one person who cleans it up constantly is just like, "Yeah, this place is making me more money because I'm constantly coming here to clean up the, you know, people stepping in dog crap." Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, but it's still not good for your tenants. No. No, it's not. The tenants that actually try to keep the place clean. Anyway, yeah. not interesting. But your face isn't interesting. Go get your phone. Your phone. Go get your phone. Your phone. Your phone. Is this a new rap song? Your phone. No. Lady Gaga. Is it really? Lady Gaga has a, phone, a song called Telephone. Is it really? She I don't a, listen to Lady Gaga. She has a song called Telephone, yeah. I could see you listening to Lady Gaga. Why not? She's great. I respect her. She actually went to school for music. Yeah, no, she she's great. Just Dance song? I believe so. Also, the South Park, my poker face when Cartman sings, my, my, my poker face is the greatest thing still to poker face. Yeah, yeah, I love that still so much. Didn't they have their, like, huge anniversary? IDK, LOL, my BFF Jill. The South Park anniversary where they actually played a bunch of the music they were had on their shows and stuff like that. And my, it was like apparently it was like really epic. I don't know. Yeah, I I I I, I love South Park still. I saw the best Twitter. I saw the best Twitter post about that today. What's Steven. that? What's that? You know Steven Universe, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, so it has Steven from Steven Universe crying like at the where he's like, "You can do better. I know you can." And just Cartman going, "Jew." He's like, "Please don't do this." <laughs> you and he's like please listen to me <laughs> Steven tried to convince Cartman to not be evil and oh, Cartman's okay. just like yeah no 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 because that's Cartman for you there you go well it's October I start this podcast off with a really racy comment and I just you know no, no. no. don't go no. there don't go don't. there don't even, don't even do that don't, don't do it. it don't do it just say no just, oh crap just say no yeah come on anyway what what? What? It's what? It's October now. It's like spooky game time, man. It's October. It's the spooky game time. It's, and are you guys actually playing spooky games? I played Resident Evil for like three hours. I'm gonna play a really spooky game called Mighty Number no. Nine. It's. <laughs> I mean, for all much money I put in, I crowdfunded that game and played it. Yeah, it is spooky. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be my air quotations spooky game. Actually, I don't know. I need to look into another spooky game I can play. I don't really have one that's like. I'm playing Alan Wake. I am playing um right now Resident Evil 8 again and then I'm also playing what was it um oh Five Nights at Freddy's again I'm going through the, I'm going through all the old ones right now I'm playing them again yeah a lot of people are doing the old Five Nights at Freddy's like marathons which is pretty cool I'm glad that people are going back and enjoying the classics you know no like, like in your opinion like like for like those games are they actually scary or just the pop-up scary just itself jump. like you think it's just jump scary i think the first one genuinely had a really good atmosphere to it well enough to where like especially when it's like your first exposure to the genre and especially a game like that it's like there's enough going on in the background of footsteps and actual like sound design that's like okay i don't know what that is and that's kind of like why am I hearing music all of a sudden? You know, like you have a lot no, of. No, I, I like. I think that like the one thing that I generally think front the first game pulled off is just the sense of like atmosphere of like I'm stuck here. 
I can't go anywhere. Yeah, and that's I have limited battery supplies, and I think it gets that like like that stress, like that kind of like level of like you know I got to be smart with my power, and then each day like you have to do more, and you lose that power. Yeah, and that's like the thing about Final Fantasy One that I think that it did great was the fact that like it has the best atmosphere, and in terms of like sheer like kind of sitting around and like listening it's like there's a lot of noise going on and that makes it really unsettling the less you actually see of the monster or something that's scary the scarier it gets Final Fantasy 2 was basically like okay well you kind of had this going on a little bit except now it's basically like very difficult to play the game the game is a lot harder so the, le- the more you die in any video game the less scary the said video game becomes that is just going to happen because I, I have that same mentality every time i play a horror game from dead space to five nights of freddy's to resident evil halfway through my friends will be hanging out with me i'm playing like and sign up for this my friend she'll go you bought but you bought the game shut up you installed the game you're playing the game right now i didn't sign anything and then she just stands there and she's just like you're being a baby i'm like want to play and she just goes no no i'm good and so i'm like are you sure because I got Sophie to play Five Nights at Freddy just for like five minutes, and she got a jump scare, and she just goes with my keyboard. <laughs> I'm nope. done. I'm done. I'm out, Adam. But, yeah, it basically <laughs> comes down to, like, atmosphere is the biggest thing for scares. That's why 3, in my opinion, had, like, a lot of good things about it, but it was just like... That uh... one, 3 was the one where, like, it's, like, spring in the trap. future with the spring trap. Right? It's spring trap. And, and then, like, the air situation would happen and be weird things would start happening, right? Yeah, and 3 had some cool aspects and ideas behind it, but it's just, like, again, it really wasn't that terrifying. I definitely think... Four is probably the most terrifying. But that's the kid one, right? That's the one where yeah, you're in the. Kid's I don't bed. think I've ever finished that one. The, the The problem I have with that one is that again, it comes down to the idea that if you fail, you know you're going to get a jump scare. However, the game also forces you to turn the game up incredibly loud mm-hmm. because the idea is that it's a dark hallway and you're supposed to open the door. You're and- a kid. You're a kid, and you have a flashlight, and you'll hear all weird noises. And as a kid, you kind of want to be like. Ready. Is this the kid that they said that you guys were talking about in the lore that got crushed inside one of the suits? We think he's the bite of what eighty eight. Eighty seven. He's the yeah, bite of eight. He, he's the he is confirmed the bite of eighty seven. Yeah. But okay. The, but the thing is, is that what you do, Josh, is that you'd go up to a door and the door is open, but the hallway is dark. And the thing is, is that you don't want to just flash your flashlight on something that's right in front of you. It's just going to jump out and get you. The thing is, is that you have to listen very carefully for sound effects. So if you hear breathing or something, you slam the door. Mm-hmm. And, and you basically hold the door shut until it goes away. But the thing is, is that if you don't hear anything, you need to flash your flashlight to make sure something is at the end of the hallway and going to come and get you. And if they are down at the end of the hallway, it'll actually, like, they'll duck away out of the light. But if mm-hmm. you're... So, what's the name of that game where you're like, what, like a hacker or something, and you're inside your house on your computer? Oh, oh, uh, and you're the, seeing all this creepy stuff happening. Welcome to the game. And oh, that, that, yeah, yeah and isn't yeah. that the one like where like all of a sudden like they're coming after you or something like so, that? So, welcome to the game. One was basically like it was very simple uh, in terms of like its gameplay, and they actually did patch it down the road where it got a little more scary. And there's like two enemies that can basically kill you. But the second game is honestly just a huge upgrade in every aspect, and that's... So, in the second game, there's basically, I think, three or four enemies that can effectively kill you in that game. But the idea is that you're supposed to find eight security keys, you're supposed to put these keys into a website so you can basically go stop this murder from happening. Uh, The thing about it is that when you find more codes, there is a secret organization known as the Noir. And what the Noir do is they basically have a hidden handshake, so to speak, where if you see one standing in a hallway or in your room or somewhere around you, you need to turn away and stop looking at them for like 30 seconds or something like that and don't look at them. If you keep looking at them or you approach them, they'll kill you. And so it's one of those things where... It's just the opposite of who? Yeah, it's basically... Yeah, it's basically the exact opposite. Like, you see them, like, especially if, like, you're looking at your computer and you're supposed to check around you pretty often in your house because they can sneak into your house. 
Sure. So it's one of those things that, like, if you look over at your window, it's like, oh, hi, yeah. I'm just going to ignore you and go back on my way. way. And don't keep looking at them, or again, they'll kill you. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to keep downloading hentai. Don't mind me. Well, that's the other funny thing <laughs> is that one of the other reasons ways you can get a game over is the police. And so one of the things that you have to do is that you have like your Wi-Fi dongle and everything like that. And every once in a while, you need to switch your Wi-Fi. You need to keep hiding yourself by switching your Wi-Fi all the time. Mm. And that also can affect your internet speed. That also can be one of those things that you have to hack other people's Wi-Fis to figure out the passwords, all that type of stuff like that. So you actually have to like manage that while you're doing it in the game. Yeah. Otherwise, the cops will swat you. Uh, the third thing that can kill you is something known as the breather, which is also in the first game they added into a later patch. But basically, you can buy stuff online, and the thing is, is that it drops a drone will come off and drop it off in a very like secure location, which happens to be the alleyway outside the house. But there's been a murderer outside of your alleyway for the last few nights, so you're kind of around at the worst possible time that this murderer is also. Because I think you you hear like a knock at the door and you have to get up to answer it or something. No, so the way that it works with the breather is that if you go down the hall, uh, the alleyway, because what you do is you'll have the drone, you'll order the drone to come and drop something off, but you'll be walking down the alleyway and the thing is that if you hear like footsteps behind you or if you hear like a phone ring or something, you know he's behind you. What you need to do is immediately go to like a broom closet in the hallway and hide in there and hold the door and anytime he tries to open the door, you have to shut the door on him and keep it closed and forcibly hold it closed before he like gives up on it. Otherwise, he'll kill you. And so it's one of those things that's like, yeah, it's kind of one of those moments like you can't really look at him either and get a good look with him or you're dead. Yeah. And so, yeah, Welcome to the Game Dude has a few enemies where that can actually kill you. But that's, again, one of those things that, like, it happens so infrequently unless you're bad at the game and then you're mostly just going to die to the cops. Oh. Not that you're really dying. They swat you and take you in. But, you know, it basically yeah. you're still doing illegal stuff anyway. Sure. So they have reason to do it. So that's the whole point of the game. But, yeah. Oh, well, streaming it on Twitch. <laughs> you're not actually wrong. No, I'm just saying, every time I ever hear about somebody getting swatted, it's because they're on Twitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the whole shtick to Welcome to the Game 2, which is actually great, and this is a spoiler for the end of the game, is that once you finally make it to the dark room, basically to stop the murder from happening, you find out that you are actually being watched the whole time by hitting cameras all over the place, and you're part of a blood sport, effectively. So you're being watched on a live stream as they're trying watching you trying to figure out how to... <laughs> stop this murder from happening and basically everybody who's been fucking with you the whole time yeah. is people in the live stream so all of it's staged it's just like a really dark version of the Truman Show yeah oh I forgot about Lucas too I forgot about uh, basically uh, what's his uh, hitman what's Agent 70 oh, uh, 47 is it Agent 47 yeah. so effectively there's an Agent 47 looking motherfucker in the game as well who after you get a few keys is also sent out to assassinate you uh, the thing is, is that you also have to listen very carefully for him because he knows how to unlock your door. So if you're sitting there and you lock your door and you'll hear something picking at your lock, it's like, I need to hide right now. And if you don't hear it and you don't, like, realize that he's there, if you turn around to, like, check your window like you're supposed to be for Noir, he'll just be standing there and he'll shoot you in the head. Pops up with a mop bucket and, like, magic erasers. I'm Mr. Clean. <laughs> you die. God. No, uh, no but, like, uh, now... I know that you played a little bit of RE8. Just a little bit. Did you enjoy it so far? I don't. I think the main problem when it comes to horror games for me is most good horror games have a shitload of puzzles, and I don't like. Resident Evil has is notorious for really weird puzzles, and I, I'm sorry, Andrew. Again, I'm gonna say this right now. If you want to use the bathroom, you need to find all the piece puzzles. 
to open that door. I'm not changing how this thing is. This, this is how the apartment was. That's and that was one of my favorite Twitter posts. He's like, man, I feel so bad for people in the Resident Evil universe because if you got to take a shit, you got to go to like the you got to go to the kitchen and you got to heat up a candle to like 98 degrees so it melts so you can get the key out of it. The new so you can take that key down inside of the apartment below you so you can actually open up their door. Then you can go inside of their door to get like a, a safe, but but you can't open the safe unless you go out and get it off the dog collar. The dog collar has like the combination so you can open up. I'm the just safe, poop so in you, the woods. Yeah. So, you can, <laughs> so what you're saying is if you live in the Resident Evil universe it's miserable yes yeah you're gonna be pooping your pants yeah it's miserable in the resident evil universe it's like man i just wanted to open this door i did not want to have to go through like, this I, I think resident process. evil 2 so i think it's resident evil 2 it's where like you're in the police station and there's a secret door and you have to get like those little metal pieces and then unlock it i'm just like who designed this police station well it was actually <laughs> an old museum before it was a police station was it really i don't yeah. remember that it's like i More- so with this uh, Bayonetta elevator music, we're going to cut this podcast short because my mixer decided to screw up. Something messed up with the audio file uh, and it just completely cut off the rest of the episode. Uh, we had like almost well a little over two hours worth of a podcast recorded and it literally recorded like 13 minutes and then just stopped. Uh, but the wave file the wave file was gone, but the actual recording file, you could actually see how long it was, and it's just like, yeah, we we completely lost about an hour and 45 minutes worth of the show. So next week, we're going to re-record, and then we'll post it as soon as I can get it uh, edited. So until next time, I guess just enjoy what we've got for this episode, and we'll see you again next week.